SoWin TV presents. Welcome to the Jennifer Sheehan Show. I'm Jennifer. I'd love to give you our magazine full of inspirational stories. Go to thejennifershehanshow.com. I'd like to introduce you to my friend, Zach Oliver. Hi, Zach. Hi, how are you doing? Good, good to have you on the show. And you have your Bible there with you, and I love that it says Jesus Freak on it. Yeah. I've been called <laughs> that many times, and I take it as a compliment. <laughs> so where were you born? I was born in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Okay, so that's how you got that cute little accent, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I love it. If we were all the same, life would be so boring. <laughs> so um, you were born and raised um, in Rio. And tell me about what was your family like, like your family life? Yeah, my family are all Christians, like everybody. My mom, dad, my sisters. Um, and I was born in a Christian family. I was always going to the church since I was like baby born. And then when I was five years old, my dad and my mom got divorced. So I remember that at the beginning, I didn't feel uh, any difference. But after a little while, I started to feel um, like I was missing some something. And then late, I understood that was my, my dad close to me hugging me and teaching me all the time. And then this um, feeling started to grow and grow more and more. And I remember that uh, my personality started to change a little bit. So you didn't have your father, they got divorced when you were five. So yes. you didn't have that father um, and that, that male influence in your life. It was just your sister and your mother. My mother, my sisters, two sisters. Okay. And I didn't have any reference, any influence, like male influence. And after a little while, I went to the school. Mm -hmm. And in the school, you know that people are always in groups, like right. small groups, right? So you have the sport people, you have, and always the guys get together and the girls get together too. So my, um, my time in the school was terrifying after a little while because I couldn't identify myself with the guys. I didn't like sports, I didn't like football, uh, soccer, anything. And the guys were looking at me like, oh, he's different. He, he don't like that, he don't like this. Oh, he talk like that. Because me living with my mom and my sisters, I always get their way to say stuff, like their right. way to talk, their way to move, their way to live. Even the things that they like, like regular things that they like to cook and to, you know. Shopping. Shopping and stuff <laughs> like that. And of course, if I just have one option as a reference, I'm going to that. I, I, I had no other option to follow. So in the school, those guys were like treating me as I was completely different from them. I felt like a 
alien or something. Mm -hmm. And the girls, at the same uh, time, they watched me and they were feeling bad because I was like the guy alone. And then the girls embraced me. Um, all the girls started to treat me really well and this love and kindness attract me close to them. So I had again other female references. I had already in my house, in my home with my family, right. and then at the school again. So I got double females. Right, and um, the guys references. are telling you, you're not like us. You don't walk like us. You talk weird. You walk weird. All Something's not right. All the time. And so you felt really like you were getting bullied. Yes. And you, you said you were even, you didn't have that help from your father to learn how to defend yourself. So the guys wanted to fight you. Yeah. You were afraid of that. Yeah. They were trying to um, make me feel bad and f have, like, feel scary about everything. So they were always being really rude, like, oh, so if you're a guy, come and fight. Oh, if you're a guy, you have to do that. Always cursing and treating me really bad. I cannot tell you that all the guys did that. Right. We always have one or two that it's different. But, but 90, for the most part. Yeah, 90%, you know. Wow. So then you have even more female influence. Yes. You've got your sisters and your mom at home. Then you got all the girls at school. At school, yeah. So then uh, you already feel like you're so different. Mm -hmm. So then you go and you get on a dating app and you put girls that you're like girls on there. And yeah. you said you got no response. Yeah, after... Well, a little response. Yeah, I still growing. Um, and then when I got in the age that we start to seek for people, like right. relationships and stuff, I got these, uh, I downloaded this app uh, in Brazil. And the only option available for showing my screen was girls. I never had any girls matching me, like one or two, but not the ones that I like. Yeah. And since I was hearing from every everybody that I was different, these, but in my mind, a doubt. Like I, I started to think something's different. Maybe right. they could be right. So if they are saying that I'm different, and if no, no girls uh, match with me, probably I have something really wrong right. with me. And then I remember that I, by curiosity, yeah. I allowed the guys to show up on my end, and it was crazy like hundreds of boys matching because I was like just swiping right, like right. just to see what, 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 what would happen. And then a lot of guys like, you match with John, you match with Isaac, you match with, with Matthew. And then I was like, oh my gosh, something is happening. Probably they are right. Everybody's saying that I was different. Actually, they didn't say that I, I was just different. They were really specific, you are gay, you are like a girl, you act like a girl, so you are not a male, you're not straight. And you know that when you hear something a lot of times, like many, many times, you believe that, it right. becomes a true. Right, so you went on your first date, you said, with a guy, and he made all the moves, Yeah. and you didn't, kind of like what you would do with a girl, but he made the moves, and because you're a little shy, you mm. felt comfortable with that. Yeah, before this first date with a guy, I had some with the girls. Mm. And you know, the girls are always waiting for the guy to take the first action, you know? Right. 
And since I was so uh, shy and I didn't know how to act with a girl and what to do, it was never a good date, you know, when you don't feel comfortable enough right. to make things go smoothly. Right. And then with the guy, he did it, actually. He, he was kind, he got close, he started to talk. And even though it was so weird for me because it was the very first time that I got in a date with a boy, I felt comfortable because I didn't have to pretend to, to do something or to be different in a, in a place with somebody, in a situation with somebody. Yeah. Okay. When we come back, you will not believe what happens to Zach. We'll be right back. The Jennifer Sheehan TV show is real people with real stories of redemption, miracles, and overcoming. This is a TV show that gives God all the glory. The show is a 501c3 nonprofit giving back 100% of donations towards the Jennifer Sheehan TV show. We also partner with Operation Care International, serving and supporting the homeless. In a world that is spreading fake hope, only Jesus Christ and the Holy Bible have the supernatural power to change people and their circumstances. Production for the Jennifer Sheehan TV show is extensive and we need partners to keep it on air. If you believe in our cause, please prayerfully consider to be a partner for a $20 donation a month or more. May God bless you. Welcome back to the Jennifer Sheehan Show. Okay, Zach, so you have your first date with a man, so you go down this road with a gay and lesbian lifestyle, those become your friends, and they're very welcoming to you. Yeah. And so for the first time in your life, you feel like you fit in because you felt so long like you didn't fit in. So they just welcomed you in, but you mentioned to me that there is a serious um, identity crisis and gender crisis in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as I told you in the school, I was feeling so um, a part of everything. When I got in this lifestyle, I felt loved. Right. Like I felt that I was getting kind, kindness, love. People were embracing me so good. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's different. That's new. And it's like a magic, like, you know, when you get in a new world and everything's so new and so exciting. Right. At the beginning, I can tell you that I felt really good, but I could understand that after a little while, I got in a huge identity gender crisis because um, even though I was fulfilling all my all wills that I had to do, like everything that I want to do, I could do because mm -hmm. I was already free right. from people judgment. I didn't care about anything. At this point of my life, I was completely far from God and my church and my family and everybody. And then I remember that I still feeling something missing inside of myself, like inside of me, something was missing. And I can tell you that this crisis it's so hard because you hear from everywhere that you should do what, whatever you want. Right. 
you hear this in the social media, you hear, you hear that in the movies, um, everywhere, like right. people from the school, from your job. The first thing that I heard was, you got to be yourself. No, you don't need to do anything like, oh, the church is saying that, that you need to wait a little bit, pray for that and turn back to God. No, you should live what, like whatever you want to live. At the beginning, this speech, it's really good to hear. Right. But the missing something still there, like I was missing something, was my soul was kind of empty. There was a space that nobody could never fulfill. And then after a, a while living this crazy life, um, I remember that one of the guys that I got a um, relationship with, he called me and then he told me, um, Zach, please, he was crying. Right. He was crying and I was really scared. scared. Of course, I was like, because you said you had just had sex with him three days before yeah, that, right? Yeah, a few days ago I was, yeah. I, I was with him and then he called me crying. And I was like, oh my gosh, what, what, what's going on? He said, um, please. Uh, do uh, make a um, HIV test because I just did it and my result was positive. Wow, what were you thinking right then? Like my word just fall apart. I, my, I, I remember that my legs were shaking so bad and I, I cannot express what I was feeling at the moment. Right. Everything was going. Just so much fear. Yeah. What do you believe with this gender crisis that we have in the world, both gender and identity crisis, now, with the knowledge that you have now, what do you think about the gender and identity crisis that we have in the world? This is um, for real a weapon from the devil to destroy our lives because it looks so good, beauty, like beautiful. It's beautiful, the speech and the idea. But whenever you get in this, as I did, after a while, you understand the real um, meaning of all of that speech. It's not that beautiful as they say. I could feel in my, on my skin for real, what is that? So it's really bad. So what do you believe? You told me that you believe that God created us one man and one woman, but you said something else. What did you mean by that? Yeah, uh, the Bible says that the marriage, it's, um, uh, union of, in three levels. So you got the body, the soul, and the spirit. So there is no way you get in these three levels with somebody that is not a different sex. Because the Bible says the, uh, God created the man and the woman, and then uh, God put them together in these three levels. So I could realize that even though I was really kind of happy with the guy, with another guy, I never could get in these three levels connected with him. Interesting. You know? Yeah. So I've never been through that before, you know, being married and being with a man and having a child. So I, I really don't know about this. So it's so interesting for you to share how you've gone through this and, and what that's done. So when we come back, Zach's world's turned upside down. We'll be right back. house is built with walls, but a home is built with memories. Firehouse Movers takes great pride and honor in serving your moving needs. 
built over a fireman's code of ethics to be truthful and honest at all times, to display excellence, respect, and loyalty. We are honored for you to entrust us with your valuable memories. And we have been doing so for over 20 years with hundreds of five-star reviews. We never compromise in quality because we understand that it's easier to explain our prices than to apologize for poor service. Call us today at 972-412-6033 and let us tell you why we're passionate for what we do. Learn more at firehousemovers.com. By His grace, we live. By His will, we bond together to serve you. The Jennifer Sheehan Show magazine promotes and connects Christians and Christian-owned businesses worldwide. It's digital, nonprofit, and full of inspirational stories. The magazine is emailed, shared on our social media, and promoted weekly on our TV show, reaching millions of viewers. To subscribe to this free magazine and for advertising opportunities, go to thejennifersheehanshow.com. Welcome back to the Jennifer Sheehan Show. So, Zach, you get the test results from the doctor. What does the test results say? It was positive. Wow. So you're positive, HIV positive. Yeah. It was crazy. Just shocking news. I can't imagine what you were thinking, and what's the first thing that you were going to do? Well, the first thing um, was me leaving the hospital and going to the subway to end everything. So you're going to commit suicide? Yes. I, I was like, there is no way I keep living like that. My life is gone. Because yeah. people, Jennifer, they say, oh, that's fine. Nowadays you got the cocktail, or the medicine cocktails. You're going to be fine. It's so easy to say that if you don't have HIV. Right. So when you are inside this situation, I cannot explain you what I was feeling at that moment, but I remember that the first thing was ending everything. And then I got to the subway station. So I was getting close to the train was coming. And um, I remember that something overwhelming, supernatural thing stopped me. I cannot explain you exactly what it is. At the moment, I didn't know. Now I did understand that it was the Holy Spirit stopping me because he got plans for my life. Right. And I didn't do that. So I went straight to my mom's house. I was really far from my mom at that point because I was completely crazy and, you know, living that crazy life far from my family. As I told you, far from my, my church. But at that moment, I just wanted my mom's hug. You know, and I remember when I got there, my mom said, what's going on? It was really late, like 1 a.m. And my mom, uh, when she opened the gate, the gate and she asked what, what was going on, I didn't have the courage enough to say what, what was going on. And I hugged her and we went to the bedroom. She, I believe that she felt from the Holy Spirit that what was really going on. And she said, what's, what's happening? And I just, I just cried and cried. And she said, bend your knees right here because we are going to pray right now. She got her hand going all around my body, my head and you know, and she was declaring heal and, and saying, 
you are going to be healed. You are going to get a new life from now on. I don't care what's going on. I don't care what happened in the past. God is starting you a new life right now. I, it was a crazy situation. We, we went to the, to the bed to sleep. And in the next day, I woke up already thinking, how would be my new life? With the medicines, with the blood tests and everything. And everybody that got HIV positive has to make a lot of blood tests. But in this period of time, I was coming back to the church close to Jesus. And many churches, I always like to visit church, different churches. I, I like to do that. My family like to do that. And every time that I went, the pastor or somebody in the church come to me and said, God is taking you to the nations. Wow. God is doing something. God is going to use your story to change people's life. And at that point, I was like, no, that's not truth. <laughs> well, what are I going to say? I'm going to say, hey, you got to be changed because I'm, I have HIV and I'm going to live this kind of life. There's no hope in this story. But I didn't know what would happen after. Um, so I was getting close and close to Jesus. And then you got your test results and the test results. What did the test results say? Oh, yes. And then um, one of the test results came to my phone in the web site. So I was inside the bus and then I was like, oh, let, let me check this blood test because I don't know. And then there was like HIV, uh, the quantity of virus in your blood not detected. <laughs> and what did you say? I, at that moment, I, I was like, Jesus, don't foolish with me like don't <laughs> don't fool with me jesus don't is this true play with me right now <laughs> and then uh at that point all of the the prophecies that people were giving to me at that moment came back, to you. Came back. Wow. and i heard god saying i gonna i'm going to use your story i'm going to use your testimony wow. praise god so you went from hiv positive you had aids yes to god took it away yes. no more aids it's gone god, tell me the the verse you gave yeah the biggest miracle is not just the healing, the body healing, but the mind changing. Yes. You know, and the Proverbs uh, chapter 23, verse 7 says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So God uh, started to bring back to me my real identity, showing me who I was, who I was created to be. I was a man of God. I was created to be happy, serving him, giving back to him the glory, live with a family, with a woman, have, having cho um, children. That's what I want to do, actually. That's my dream. And, well, it, it's crazy. Since that moment, after that, I, I did other tests, and all of them ca came back negative. Praise God. Yeah. Aren't and you just so in awe of him, like what he's done? And, and how about when you had for so long that big hole in your heart? How do you feel now? Well, uh, I remember when I went to a church, one of the pastors, he came to me and he said, there is a uh, space inside your soul, inside your heart, that there is no man in this earth that is going to fulfill it. He didn't know me. He didn't know nothing about my life. He said, just Jesus has the power to fulfill that. And then I start to read the Bible and people were praying to me a lot. Like people from my church were making a small groups praying about me. And I believe in the power of prayer. Yes, and this too. changed my life, getting close to Jesus, getting inside this lifestyle. And now I'm a new man.
Praise the Lord. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. I love your, your story. Thank you so much for sharing it. I mean, Thank I don't you. know a whole lot about the, the gay and lesbian lifestyle. I know a whole lot about Jesus. I know he saves. he saves. I know he's the one that fills that big hole in our heart and makes us whole and happy and gives us supernatural joy and peace and love. Yes. Love, there is your key, yeah. that no one else can give us. No one. So thank you so much for sharing your beautiful story. Thank you. My brother in Christ. You're stuck <laughs> with me forever now. Yeah. I'm thinking we're going to be on stage talking about this one of these days. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Yay. Thank you so much for coming thank on the you. show. When we come back, you can also have that same hope that Zach has. We'll be right back. constantly bombarded with this message that said you're a young African-American male, you need to be a thug or you need to be a hustler. My mom would take my brother and I to the movies to detach from our life. Michael Bay's film, The Rock, came out and I was just blown away by this portrayal of men who were going in to go sacrifice themselves to save others. I thought if I was to ever turn my life around, that's what I would do. Running toilets waste water. Did you know the average running toilet wastes around 70,000 gallons every year? We can help. Visit BenjaminFranklinPlumbing.com to request an appointment. It is estimated that 26 million Americans have an organ-related problem. At any one time, there are over 100,000 people in the United States waiting for a life-saving organ transplant. I'm a walking miracle. 27 years ago, I was blessed with a perfect match for a heart transplant. The millions are not so lucky. A heart can only be kept for up to six hours before transplantation. This is where the David Nicholas Organ Donor Awareness Foundation provides help. We offer free housing for those waiting for a life-saving transplant who travel to the Dallas-Fort Worth area, among many other life-saving measures. But most importantly, we offer love and compassion from a recipient's point of view for those waiting for their transplant. Please visit nicholasfoundation.org and learn how you too can spread love. Please join us and be a hero and help us save a life. There is no place like home. So we decided to create high performance restoration. We are local and insured. We always provide free inspections, financing, and step-by-step -step guidance. Give us a call today and trust that our installers will care for your home as, as much as, as we, we care, care for ours. That first bite was to my face. <laughs> Had a pistol behind me. He set the home on fire and burned my whole world to the ground. The hammer, I bludgeoned him. The bullet went through the lung and through his heart. The assassin, I'm here to kill you. I uh, felt the bullet hit me and he became suicidal. God will give you the strength to press on if you put your trust in Jesus. I'm just here to tell you that your son will not make it. God wasn't through with it. I blamed myself for it. My father took offense to it, punched me in the face. You sold drugs and you were a pimp. Punch me in the face, knock me on the bed. When you're sexually abused, when you're physically abused, this is how big my tumor was. Wow. Told me that there were no more traces of blood clots. I figured out a way to solve the problems okay. in our family. And uh, I figured out a way to kill dad. Who are you to say that God can't change this? 
For more inspirational stories, see the Jennifer Sheehan TV show Saturdays at 11.30 a.m. on Channel 33. Welcome back to the Jennifer Sheehan Show. You can also have that hope that Zach has. Pray with me to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for my sin. You rose on the third day. Please forgive me for my sin. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. It's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Tune in next week. We have another great story for you. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soulwin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soulwin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.